not this episode. Yeah, just be respectful. Maybe next episode because yeah, we'll maybe. know who the winner is at that point, I guess. That, I, well, let's let's just not. Yeah, just let's just be respectful. All right. Yeah, I think we can talk about that next week. Out of respect for Raymond, out of, I don't, I'm not going to talk about If it. we get to it, right? <laughs> out of respect for Raymond. I'm not going to, out of respect for Raymond, I'm not going to talk Kenny, about Kenny, points that hey, I didn't Kenny, need. Kenny, 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 Kenny. <laughs> okay, well. 10 minutes, man. I'm not talking about it. Come on, man. Hey, everybody. Out of respect. Respect. <laughs> out of respect for the podcast. Uh, out of respect. This out is respect. the big Tanner Witch show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did the intro. Live from the new studio. How about that? (laughs) I didn't even see that we were recording. I was just chilling this whole time. Got him. Glad I had my phone on mute. Like a sneaky snake. What? Huh? Slytherin. (laughs) Like a Slytherin sneaky snake. I'm going to be a little snake (laughs) snake. So happy new year, everyone that's listening. Somebody's got to get this train rolling. I, lo- I love when Richard has to be the adult in the room. He's like, <laughs> got to be the oh. professional radio guy. Well, doggone it, fellers. Gee, Willikers. Um, we got to hang out on New Year's, which was a lot of fun. Got to uh, not only watch New Year's, but watch uh, Seth uh, we, um, wiggle around for the Georgia game. What's which so funny about that is it's the first time i kenny has seen it richard you've seen it somewhat but it's the first time everyone has seen how i have <laughs> yes and, and you that, know was, that was that was calm that was what was great calm. about it is though you actually watching the game and sitting with everybody in the room was helpful for the most well the most stressful part of the game you actually came in to watch i thought that was funny yeah. yeah. The best part well, the I was, was I went, like I came in and they were in the game and I hadn't watched any of it. So I was like, okay, cool. I don't have to watch the rest of this. <laughs> when I go and sit down, I'm like, all right, nobody's in here. It's going to be very, I can handle it. I can handle it. And then everybody started trickling in and I was like, I hate my friends. Like at one point in time, I was like, I hate all my friends. And then you went and hung out in the kitchen for a while. And I went and I went and I went and I went in the living room. I was like, hey, you know, he's, you know, why he's hanging out in the kitchen, right? She's like, yes, I'm well aware. (laughs) (laughs) That's the funny part, too. Everybody kind of knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the great part was. uh, I'll give you credit for sitting in there for that that field goal. Yeah. Oh, well, see, the field goal, see, the thing about it is, is. At some point, you've become pot committed either way. Yeah. yeah. So at some point, you're either just not going to watch it or you're going to sit there and suffer through it. And we were scoring touchdowns and we were crawling back. So I was like, all right, we're crawling back. I can't not get up. I have to watch this now. <laughs> and so like, and, and there's a part of it going, all right, you know, I sat, I sat through this long. Like nothing's worse than this. The worst part's over with. Even the people that are talking crap, everything else. To some extent, <laughs> you can be like, "You're not a." There's really only one person who could call and pick on me about it, and he would have, and it would have been what it, Raymond would have called me. He would have talked to this crap, and that would. Have oh been yeah. Good. Um, 
like to think I'm not the bigger person in this situation and let him be the loser that he is. But that's just how it is. <laughs> um, Dang. Was it was it not one of like the the best missed field goals of all time though? Just oh, as in how terrible I'm it was. I'm not even talking about the situation. I'm talking about that hook on that bad boy. I have not seen a field goal that bad ever in a pressure situation. And then on the replay, we noticed that it was most likely on the snap or, or the uh the for some reason the holder. there's. I, some stuff I was reading was it was a bad snap and it was a bad hold only if you were a field goal kicker. Like, everyone else wouldn't have noticed it. Right. Yeah. But oh. when the kicker's first move is to pick up the holder, there had to be some kind of yeah error. Yeah, we just don't understand the intricacies of that it. Boy, something, something, something got messed up. That boy was uh, cut up and it put like- down, laces up. It looked like I hit a he golf the ball point at the Riverside, is what it looked like. That thing yeah. snap-hooked. It just, wow. It, it was. But also, it's one of those things that you can kind of look at and be like, all right, so everything was kind of off. He mm-hmm. tried to kill it. He tried to kill it. He was like, if I'm going to miss it. was a long it, field goal. It was like it was, 50 yards almost. I, I don't hear Missouri hit three or four or five 50-yarders against, uh, against Georgia. Well, there's so, like only a few kickers in college that are actually like good like that. Everybody else is kind of terrible. Right. Outside no, no, no. Of like Usually thirty yards. Forty-five is where you want to cap your college kicker. Mm-hmm. Like just being honest. Um, yeah. Uh, but like he 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 probably like have you ever like you're like I'm gonna knock this like you're playing baseball and you're like I'm gonna hit this baseball so fucking hard like i'm yeah. everything into it and you swing and you miss shout out so Alan bad <laughs> yes like some of the hardest swings i've ever seen in my life like me like, you come out of it off balance you look like and i feel like that's what he tried to do he tried Probably. to put everything into this kick and the hold was bad and because the hold was bad maybe he had to make a mid adjustment during his walk up who knows? It was just that much on the line. You don't see a miss like that ever. No. I mean, you you would see a short kick before you would see something like that. And Georgia yeah. money line thanks him for his uh, contribution. I was just about to ask, y'all want some monies? Well, I got a little cocky. I, oh, I did a little. I did a little bit. I did a little bit. I just went Georgia money line because it was easy. I went Georgia minus twenty. Ooh boy! I got cocky. <laughs> <He> <laughs> Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, but I did hit Georgia minus 20 against Oregon twice. So you win some, you lose some. Speaking of yeah. money lines, I had a nice little money line hit. We oh, that, that, that green wave. That green oh, wave, Oh, yeah. That green wave, baby. That's <laughs> too lame. <laughs> too lame. Uh, I still can't believe it. I had people going nuts on my Facebook, like my oh, my wow. brother and Internet's his wife going nuts. I mean, they you know they went there, so like they've oh, been yeah. Tulane fans for like ever since they've been there. They got probably, probably one of the and even they couldn't believe. It. I mean, they went like two and ten last year or something like that. Oh yeah, they probably got one, one of the most best. unique uniforms too. Dude, yeah, I love it. I love their uniform. uniform. They're, I love their colors. 
the baby blue with the green? Their Ooh, mascot man. looks like a fighting towel, though. I don't care. It's awesome. <laughs> Dude, the a thing about towel? it is, is, is yeah. you can make fun of that, but that's like the, one of the original logos. It is. It is. It's supposed to be like a wave, like it's fist balled up, like, yeah, come get some bitch, but it looks like... It's the most, it's the most Louisiana wave I've ever seen. Hey, baby. <laughs> 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 I mean, it is green. That's a, it's a, it's a that punch, that punch the train wave. That, oh, green, that green water. Uh, <laughs> uh, bring it yeah. back you don't to, drink the national, to the national championship games. Uh, told I, I don't know how I was this right about TCU. Fucking game, though, man. God, and I still didn't bet it. I didn't bet TCU. <laughs> I think I'm I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have not I wouldn't have thought that they would have beat Michigan. I thought Michigan was definitely the second best team in the in the, in the league. Oh, I I lost money on that one because I, I mean I put money on Michigan too. Like I just felt I, like I, I just I felt you. like they were they were gonna fizzle out against better competition. I I hit on the over. My thing is is that I think I had one bet on Michigan minus, but. TCU's defense is really good. Yeah. And Michigan's offense kind of plays into what TCU does, like what what they played against all year, you know, what they're good at stopping. Um, so, like, I mean, the, the whole thing where they were just like, they turned it into a, a, what TCU does best, a track meet. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't see it. I didn't see it being a shootout like that, like. But if you look at it, like, how much was TCU up at half? Uh, A couple touches at least, right? Yeah, like two, maybe three touchdowns. So, like, uh, I mean, Michigan did a hell of a job to get back TCU's into it. He's going to run up a high score. Like, but at the same time, like, but that just shows TCU has no depth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like show, they, they make stops when they matter. And that's what they couldn't do to Kansas State in the championship. They couldn't stop Kansas State. Yeah, that game, that game was hilarious. I, I lost five minutes faster than I probably ever had in my life <laughs> playing oh, live, right. live bed bandit. I saw Michigan had the ball back with 30 seconds. I'm like, this is how teams win. They get that one opportunity oh. at the end of the game. You say no, dick they, bandit? <laughs> no, live bed bandit. Oh. But as soon as soon as I put that money down. They were like, ah, uh, you know what? Never mind. We don't want it that you know, bad. Handed. Dude, you just <laughs> you, you gotta don't live bet. Just save yourself the trouble. Don't ever live bet. That would it's drive me work. insane. It's and so, that's, it's that's so why I've been cautious about getting involved with all that. Oh, you start making that's really bad decisions. All you do, all you're doing is chasing your money at that point. Yeah. And it's never good to chase your money. I I lucked up and had some stuff hit and I ended up all the year up twenty dollars. <laughs> oh man, sometimes sometimes, sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta put your balls in it, man. So I was like, I'm good. Tulane helped me out. Green wave. Um but the TCU's TCU's not gonna be a slouch. It's not gonna be a team that goes away. Uh Georgia's shown that you can throw on them. Um which is so odd though. that what Frogs versus dogs. <laughs> Frogs and dogs. <laughs> kind of writes itself. 
Sounds yeah. like a good tailgate. Um, but it's just I don't know. Like I like I think it was at thirteen and a half opening line. It's probably gone down a little bit, maybe not. But I think thirteen and a half is too high. I would take if I'm betting on this, I'm taking TCU in the points. Unless Yeah. Yeah, y'all think that was their Super Bowl against Michigan? I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Let's I feel see. like they're since the uh, the game. What was who they played before Michigan in the in the Kansas. Uh, Kansas. Yeah, I think that's what put them over the like. Oh, we're we're going. We're ready now. I'll still say this though. Like, losing to Kansas State. Yeah, because it did. Yeah. Things. I I don't oh, so you're saying, huh? like it, it. It kicked another gear in 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 them. I guess. Like they needed. You got, that kick, you they got your boy kick, crying. They needed that kick in the ass to. To hype them up. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're gonna lose a game, you need it to be that one and not not the next one. So I mean, I guess there's something. Well, they to had that. already. Like I'd already thought they had punched their ticket. Yeah. Regardless, because they went undefeated and they went to their conference championship. Like, you can't penalize them for going to their conference championship. Mm-hmm. They're, they're one of the best. I mean, they, like, all these teams, all, like, that's another thing that got on my nerves. This team, people were saying Ohio State and TCU shouldn't have been in the playoff. Uh, Those were, what other schools would you put there? Don't tell me Alabama. Alabama yeah, because it's like, like I think they got it right in the hindsight. Well, look, this is this thing. Think think about it though. If you look at the game, if you look at the games that were played, both games were extremely close at the end. Yeah. Both games were very good games, right? They were entertaining games. Yeah, they were lopsided at one point, you know, especially with like with the um the Michigan game, but like it came down to to it for both games. Like what more could you ask for? I think neither Alabama. One, neither, one, neither one of them were a blowout. Like if if either yeah. one of them would have been a blowout, then you would have been like, see. Yeah. But they weren't. So I think if Alabama, maybe Tennessee, if they were in one of those games, it'd still be a good game, though. If Tennessee was in um, the game and Hendon Hooker was still playing, then yes. Maybe. Maybe, but not 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 with Joe. Maybe. maybe they didn't want to play Georgia again. No. <laughs> Michigan would have just dog walked Tennessee. I'll be honest with you. Tennessee doesn't have an offensive line. And Michigan would have ate them. And they would have powerful mauled them to death. That offense would have been on the field for maybe 10 minutes. What do you think about Alabama, though? Alabama didn't win it. Like, how many losses did they have this year? Two. Two? Two in the SEC. Two in the SEC. Wait, no, no. They didn't lose to anybody else. Yeah, yeah. They lost to Tennessee and LSU. Oh, no, no, no. What about... uh, I thought had three losses. No, Mississippi, uh, Ole Miss. Did they not lose to Ole Miss? Ole Miss beat them? No. Hold on. We can can figure this out, right? Are you sure? No. Pretty sure they only lost two two games. To LSU and and Tennessee in the last... Both were last minute yeah, field they only goals, lost right? Two. They only lost two. They were oh, okay, two. yeah, they won by six. Never mind. <clears throat> so they, oh, I put money on that game. And I lost. They lost. Okay. They lost to Tennessee. They lost to Tennessee last second. They lost to LSU last second. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then, and then the next barely be the like they didn't have any yeah. decisive victories at all this year. At all. Um, you look at who they blew out at the beginning of the year. Was it Oregon or no? That was Georgia. No, that was Georgia. So let let me let me put it to you. Let me put it a little bit more to you. So they lost to Tennessee. Tennessee got dog walked by Georgia. Absolutely got exposed. And look at, <laughs> and, and also look at what South Carolina did to them. That was a crazy okay. game. Even like, worse. Like now, Jesus, Jesus that did, was awful. What did Georgia do to LSU? Yeah, they spanked the shit the out of them. Same thing. So like they were struggling with like middle of well, the Well, LSU, I don't I don't even think like the thing with LSU is like I don't even think that that I think what you, what you said earlier, Mace, like the right teams were in because yeah. Tennessee because oh, what we're doing right now. Tennessee, Tennessee had terrible losses. Alabama had closer losses, but they still had two. Mm-hmm. LSU had a couple absolute drummings, but they yeah. just so happened to win a couple good games. Right, and was but then, the but then, and they went to SEC championship, but that does not mean anything to me. Did they like, play their bowl game yet? LSU? Yeah, they beat, yeah, they beat uh, Purdue, yeah. Beat oh, the they beat them bad, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Was it the Cheez-It Bowl? Because they were, like, all diving in the Cheez-Its and stuff. I think so. I think so yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, what's the head coach's name? Uh, was, like, picking them off the field and eating them. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was kind of funny. Like, that's it. Like, that's the, they got it right. Anybody, yeah. Like, anybody so you don't think – so just to, to clarify, you don't think Alabama would have beaten TCU or it, Ohio State or it Michigan? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Alabama's got to get there. Yeah, we, and that's the thing. We, we'll never know. But they, didn't, they didn't deserve to go. They didn't, they didn't yeah, earn – they, they did not they, earn the right the to thing, go. The thing people have to take out of their mind is, is I don't – they're like the four best teams, the four best teams. It's the four best deserving teams. Exactly. It's the mo- four yeah. most deserving teams. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing that, that you still have to throw best in there. TCU because, winning was actually made it convincing that it was right for me. Everybody well, I thought mean, they were going to lose by a hundred points. Yeah, just just look at the game. Look at the outcomes oh, of Michigan, the games. Michigan all you have to do has been pretty damn good all year. Oh yeah, and, they have. And I thought they, they would have been better, way better than they played against TCU, and just TCU got them. Yeah. Michigan just, has a bad case of. Ohio State is our Super Bowl. Ice. Yeah. They feel like, okay, all we got to do is beat Ohio State, guys, and then don't show up. That's two <laughs> years in a row. And then I keep yeah. my job. <laughs> Most important. Maybe. He might leave, but he tried to re- re- reassure that he wasn't today. But who knows? Uh, we'll it was out. like, it's still kind of the way his uh, comment or his uh, – was was still kind of like left the door a little cracked open for the NFL, but I don't know. It's going to be, but the t- t- TCU Georgia is going is going to be a good game. Is that I Monday? Be, yeah, this I don't month, know if it'll time? be close. I don't know if it'll be a blowout. It's just one of those Georgia's expected to win. Let's explain. Yeah. Let's, See what happens. Yeah. Uh, would I like that defensive line to show up? I would. I really would. <laughs> I don't know how Ohio State was able to kind of tamper them down a little bit, but they were. 
He runs yeah. the football a little bit more. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. That's not all I got on college. Yeah, I got you. So, um, I guess uh, moving on to to NFL. Um, obviously, news with Demar Hamlin on the Monday Night Football. Probably been one, the Monday Night Football game of the year, or is lined up to be. Um, and right. then maybe what mid first quarter he went down uh, yeah. with a heart issue and was uh, not breathing, heart stopped and had to be resuscitated on the field, which was just yeah. nobody's ever seen this really happen uh, on the NFL. Well, maybe I mean, not. Somebody in, maybe, that, not in, maybe maybe not in our. Maybe yeah, there was, a, there was maybe one not, player maybe that died not in our era. Or maybe not they were old enough to remember. No, no. The Miami special teams player that had to be packed in ice because he was paralyzed. What was that? The mid-2000s. He was carted off. Now, he didn't have to be resuscitated, but he was paralyzed on the field. I think, yeah, I mean, there's been injuries so, like that. I think the one, I think the one big thing that really was so jarring to people, and like that really kind of like took people like by surprise, is that not that he was was hurt, you know, but it was it was the manner in which he was hurt, which we still don't know a lot about the cause of yeah. the cardiac arrest, but it looked so normal, like it was yeah, a, ta- it a hard it was, tackle. It was a tackle. It wasn't a hard tackle. It wasn't. A, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like well, it wasn't a head well, hit. It wasn't like you know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying like optics. He yeah. got up well, like, super what, quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. He even went to take a step forward and then just like froze and fell. It was the weirdest what a looking lot thing. Of people are pointing at. I don't know if y'all have looked into it much, but it's kind of like. And now this this isn't the what the doctors are saying what happened, but it, there is a similarity in the type of contact that was made like um if you've ever seen uh there's an injury where when a little leaguer gets hit in the chest with a baseball mm-hmm. it will send them into it'll it'll cause that type of cardiac event yeah where but, they'll have a heart attack but i guess for me but and, i guess for me like it's just the optics of it it, it looked so i mean correct me if i'm wrong but it just looked very normal Right, no, and that's and that's what happens is is you get hit in the chest with a baseball, like where your heart is, and you're just kind of like, oh man, that's weird. And you go down to pick up the ball or whatever, and you just you don't really get back up. Yeah, and I and I because understand the like the I understand like the science behind that because they said like I guess like if you get hit in the chest at a certain, it has to be like such a certain point. Yeah. Almost then, like a millisecond. Yeah, in between of, heartbeats, and it has to be hard enough and all that. And that could – they haven't determined that to be the cause, and it very well could be. But it's just like you would not imagine something like that happening just from like a dude falling on a guy, especially with the protective gear and stuff they have. Like you would not think. Well, and that tackle happens so much in a game. That's and what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying games like, after you're games talking, and nobody's had that issue. You're talking something that you're talking about a tackle that would happen in practice like a million times. Well, like it, it was it, not like crazy. You look at, after everything, you kind of look. Okay, the shoulder went into the chest. He brought him down. Like like you said, it seems very routine. La di da tackle. Yeah. But 
It like, could just be one of those instances, man. Up. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a freak accident. Like the NFL was like, we like I guarantee there's someone in the front office in the health department or whatever they're called going. I knew this was going to happen one day. I guarantee it. Probably. Yeah, I mean, and, I think a lot of those medical people have always. You know, even myself, I've wondered, like, man, there's going to be one day where something like that happens. And, you know, initially you probably think of more of like a crazy brain injury that somebody gets hit so hard uh, that they that that ends up, you know, killing somebody. Um, But but not something like this. Yeah. that, And for it to not even be really a crazy hit, it's just wild. And um I was I wasn't really like looking at the TV. I didn't know what was going on. You know, I thought it was just like, all right, this. I didn't even see him fall down like that. And I was just like, oh, there's an injury. And then they went to you know a break. And then I was like, when you know, was looking on my phone. And then I started seeing people tweeting like, oh, this is serious. And then they came back from break. And they were like, hey, he's still down on the field. We're gonna go back to another break. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, and then they that. said it's, they were doing CPR. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, when I came That's home, scary. I turned it on, and I and it, I, I was watching it just to check the score before I went to take a shower, and me and Mindy were talking, and then the next thing I knew, I looked up, and the screen had a message on it saying that the game was postponed, and I was thinking, because I couldn't see the TV from where I was at, like all the letter, you know, the, the tiny print under it, and I'm like, God, what kind of weather did they have? Like, I was thinking that they, yeah. like, they had some weather or something, I went up to the TV, and I saw that they said that, you know, he had got injured. And I had to look it up. I'm like, God, I want to see what happened. Like, what even happened? It was I was just watching the game. Mm-hmm. I literally looked away for like a minute or two, and then now it's on this. And I looked it up, and I'm just like, I'm like, that's nothing. Like, I was like, I was like, what happened? And then and then he gets up and falls, and I'm like, that. I've never no, seen. Fall, I've never seen anything if, like that. If he had never fell, like I like you would have thought, okay, maybe he just got his bell rung, you know, or mm-hmm. knocked out of him. That fall told you so much that you, the way he fell and the way he got up, like from the tackle and the way he was moving, I was like, he's not knocked out. Yeah. That's not a concussion. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Everything about his movements, I was like, it's not a concussion. It's not this. It's not this. What the hell is wrong? I would say it's almost a good thing that he did stand up and fall because that's how, because like anybody on the sideline immediately knew that there was like a major issue because like, yeah. If he would have just stayed down, you, it would have took him longer because, you know, somebody would have went over there to check on him, and they would have right. probably had to flag people over. But to see him stand up and fall like that, you know, they were on it The refs ran over to see what was going on. The guy jumped out of the way. He turned around to look at what was going on. Like, everybody was like, we need something, and we need Yeah, and everybody was like, immediately waving to the sidelines for trainers, yeah. and uh, yeah. thankfully trainers rushed over there. And – the even more of a of a thing was them recognizing what they needed to do that quickly. Yeah. Even oh, though yeah. they, you know, spent, imagine doing CPR on a guy with shoulder pads on. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that in itself is like, like it's got to be a nightmare because you're you're like uh, they probably cut them off. They well, probably, I know they, yeah. they, they they did say that they had to Let's cut a lot real. of stuff off, but you couldn't see it because all the players. Circled yeah. around, you know, which is which is a good thing. Just, you know, yeah, good thing. Yeah, yeah. That, and I I'm think, just glad it worked. Oh, go ahead, Richard. Go, go I was ahead. just gonna say, and with that, I think that so many people, despite what happened, handled it 
like the most professional way possible. Yeah. Uh, even the coaches, you know, agreeing to, hey, let's go to the locker room, try to figure this thing out before, oh. you know. How, how dumb is the NFL? NFL wow. was like, hey, guys, uh, warm them up for five minutes and let's get this game going. It's because they didn't know what to and do. And like, it's kind of funny how that's all like a speculation. It wasn't like nobody's owning up to it, even though I find it hard to believe that Joe Buck, that was, I think, on the call, or Troy Aikman, um, would be like, no, not them. Were they? Anyways, uh, whoever the yeah, announcers were. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah, you're uh, right. To, to, to say something like that, because usually they're getting information and they're going to say what you know is going on. So somebody sent that right. information to them and announced it. So wherever that came from is no longer. Uh, oh, we didn't say that. <laughs> because but, that was that's probably like that's probably like the textbook. Yeah, thing it probably that they would typically was. do in that situation, and then they realized that okay, this is this is a little bit more. This is this is not that. We need to look at this differently, and the coaches. Yeah. Both the coaches were like, "No, this ain't happening." Like, well, I think even the yeah. referees are like, probably like, "Hey, what do you guys want to do? Um, we need to get the league on the phone immediately to kind of figure this out." And so they went right. to the locker rooms, and which was smart and professional way of handling that. And right. Uh, and the broadcast I, I, crew I, I, was phenomenal at handling it as well. I think. I think in this situation the nfl yes they were uh, I, I, I like to assume they were concerned about this young man but at some time you got to be like you know what today's not the day it's mm-hmm. just not happening let's just move on with it yeah and there it is you know yes. you don't have to you don't have to have a football game. It's almost like, the, but the thing is, like you know, left to their own devices, who knows what the NFL would have done, what decision they would have made. It's like the coaches and the players and everybody that had to help the NFL to get out of their own way. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Another thing we need to be happy about is this didn't happen in San Diego. Yeah, who is notorious their training staff. Oh, so oh, just Lord. be happy about that. I was like, what now? And then now I get it. <laughs> now you get it. And the worst part about it is, is I'm not joking. I know. Uh, I was trying to it's bad. remember the quarterback's name. Tyrod. Yeah. Tyrod got stabbed in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> was it the heart? I think it was, no, he punctured a lung. Yeah, they punctured a lung. My fault. Yeah. yeah something. Yeah, Thanks, guys. So just, yeah. I'll just say that because. Is he on a football team? Not enough bad stuff's talked bad about the San Diego's training staff. So, <laughs> that, I mean, God, well, maybe they left him in San Diego when they moved I mean, to Los you, Angeles. I mean, you got to give it maybe. to the oh, yeah. There you go. You got to give it to the to the medical team that was there and and and, and his doctors that he had. Because golly, man, like I was really scared. Like when the, the next morning, I was like, I wonder what kind of news I'm going to wake up to. Yeah. Like, like, did I just see a guy die on TV or what? Like, hopefully not. But like, so then it's just like nobody knew. And the whole day, that's all they talked about. They had different people talking about the exact same thing. And it was like no updates. It's all the same, all the same, all the same. And I'm like the whole time, I'm like, man, I want to be positive about this. But this is not seeming to be that great when there's no real changes. Well, my thing is, it's like... 
I don't like it when the news cycle is stuck on one thing. Oh, and it was like absolutely. It and was it, like everything. I get it. I mean, it. it was an historic event, though. So yeah, I get it. You know. I get it. Yeah, but I almost get it. Such big sports like, fans, and we follow so much, you know, sports but, people. But do you do you feel like do you feel like it got talked about to a degree to where they felt like if they weren't talking about it that they didn't want the bad publicity? I think today is the day that I feel that way a little bit, especially from people that are so far outside of that. You know what I mean? Like there's people like, I feel like ESPN was using it for two reasons. And I'm just using ESPN. It's I'm picking a, 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 platform show or well like they were all over center, just out of a hat so they were all over it all day sports center. Two on every things. show <laughs> one one they knew people were gonna watch it so click two they felt like if they didn't talk about it people would say why aren't y'all talking about it exactly yeah it's kind of a double-edged I sword get it's a, I, get, I get it's a big event i understand things like this happen in sports and you have to cover it and you have to make it a big story. True. But there's a reason why, like, like you can dead a story. You cover it so much, you're going to dead it. Don't do not do that with this. This guy deserves more than that, especially with the yeah. fight he's going through. See, I think uh, the ESPN centered- has done probably a better job than most, though. And uh, I'm not a huge ESPN person. Oh, they were wearing me out, man. <laughs> I'm just saying because it was it was there was nothing it was, there was, for the, at least the first day there was not a lot of different perspective it was a lot of the it was a lot of different people saying the exact same thing mm-hmm. right until the, the next day after that, that I don't need. the next day after that when it was like they were talking about you know him and Tomlin's relationship and uh, they had like talking with like Kenny Pickett. And like other guys that had played with him in Pittsburgh, like in you know in the Pittsburgh community, like whether it was college, they were talking with like uh, college teammates mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That was like interesting. Now you're getting to learn a lot more about a guy that a lot of people didn't know about. You know, what yeah. I mean? so, so that you got to see a lot more about the character of this guy, like finer details in his life you got which was great see, like because you're finding the, out a the lot things, of these things yeah and the things he did in the community which by like by the way like his gofundme that's at like seven million something dollars yeah. now <laughs> for his toy drive that had a goal of like twenty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. is crazy and i'm really glad and that's the whole time i'm like man i cannot wait for this guy to wake up and i hope that he still is coherent when he wakes up because you never know what that kind of stuff, especially when they had him in a coma for several days. Yeah, you don't know what it's going to be like when he wakes up. You know what? It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell exactly what might be wrong with somebody while they're in a coma. Like until they wake up and you start trying to communicate and have them do things, it's hard to say. Which happened today? I don't. Yeah, know. it did. It did. So I don't even think he's on. I think he might still be on. He's, he's probably been in and out, I mean, it's been short periods of time where he's been awake and sort well, of Well, I know responsive. he's still not talking because he still has the breathing tube. Yeah, I think all of his right. messages have been by a pen or pencil yeah. or whatever. But uh, I was like, man, I hope this dude gets to, gets he to did. see, gets to see yeah. what, that, what that turned into. Cause that's, and it's probably going to be weeks before he can fully grasp it, especially with all the brain 
which they're saying is his brain neuro side is should be intact and okay where they predict it to be. So hopefully, you know, when he does kind of come to and able to realize all these things that, yeah, that's, that's huge. And when they said like, there's a lot of different milestones he hit. I mean, I know they said like, he obviously can move his hands, fingers, legs, and all that kind of stuff, and he's responding. He knows what's going on. He was asking about the game. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, that's that's, uh, that's amazing. That the, kind of the first things that but it's the, is reported but, him saying is, "Do we win the game?" Else's, but you got to think though, that was the very last thing that he would remember. Yeah, is is being in the game. Win. Yeah. And then they're like, dude, he like he was probably like, hey, like it probably felt like two seconds ago. He was exactly, exactly. That's so what I'm like, dude. You wake up from a coma like that, you felt like you time traveled because you only remember what happened before you were out, and then you wake up and it feels like it feels like seconds, but it's been yeah. days, and then you find out that they didn't even play the game, you know, or didn't even finish it. Yeah. Which is, well, the which is basically, the which is unheard, is, which is basically unheard cool. of. That's one. That's one thing I wanted to ask. Has that happened? What's that? Have they ever not finished the game? No, oh, no, and I think that's why it's well, not for that reason that I can think of. I'm talking about for any reason. Like I know they, I know they've like rescheduled games and stuff like that. Like even with COVID, yeah, they, they had to they do all, a lot of games during the COVID thing, they, and it always but never just stopped it. Right, and and I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Has there ever been a game that never has been that has never been that and, wasn't completed? Well, and and the Titans and uh, when they went to Miami a few years ago, Coach Rabel's first uh, regular season NFL game had the was the longest NFL game because of the lightning delays. Oh they yeah, didn't stop it. Uh, they ended up playing that game, and it was like a seven and a half hour game. <laughs> because um, they were in the locker room for like two or three hours for those delays. So they didn't stop that. But, um, yeah, and then they've never started a game and then had to really just stop it. Like even the COVID games was like, hey, we're going to try to reschedule this game with the, before they even travel to that city for like Tuesday or something. Because I know the Titans had a two – they. During the COVID year, I know they played. They played every. They played a game on every night, day, day that in the week, except for Wednesday, because they had to schedule so many different games. Yeah, but that's, that, that, that's not what I mean. I'm saying like, were there games that haven't? They were just not finished. But no, no, they're they're they were no, not that I can think of. So that's kind of new, new territory. Yeah, I think that's why it's such a massive story on on top of the injury is, you know, and and it seemingly, I'm pretty sure they, the NFL hasn't put a statement out there yet, but all these reports are coming out that they're not even going to do the game. Oh, I doubt. I mean, it's just, it logistically, it would be tough. I mean, yeah, the, the spending in the schedule would be like how? Because the whole that? thing is, if like you end up having to play, if they end up like doing some kind of weird conference championship thing, or like a like a to, 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 like a, or a number one a game to find out to, to see who would be the number one seed or something, whatever they would want to try to market it as, like yeah. you're still you're you're basically having to play a game during the bye week that you would have had, which makes the bye week irrelevant. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. what does it even matter at that point? Well, and also, um, you know, the games that these teams have scheduled this week are big games that could determine a lot of that on its own. 
And I think that's why the NFL is probably okay with them not playing it. Because yeah. the the Bills are playing the Patriots, the Bengals are playing the Ravens, and the Chiefs, I think, are playing Raiders. So I wonder what they're gonna do if, if all three win, then it's then then they're all kind of in the same boat. Because they have to give them something though, right? Like they had they have to have a win loss or tie. So are they just gonna give them a tie? I don't know. That's we don't know. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna. Well, the thing is now record, now that he's now that he's awake and progressing much better than everybody was hoping and things are on the up. I think they're probably, they probably feel like they're in the clear to start talking about football stuff. Yeah. So I'm I think sure, today was the first I'm sure day, yeah, we'll probably hear something about practice about and it. all that stuff uh, for the yeah. bills and Bengals. And I know it was the first media day for sure since that happened. But, um, but yeah, and I think tomorrow is kind of more of the uh, switching gears, even on the national level. They're probably going to keep up with what's going on with with, with Demar, and I think you know, obviously, there's there's some good Saturday games coming up yeah. that they're going to have to discuss. Uh, one being my Titans winner winner go home scenario. Is it? Wonder where they're going on vacation. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought, I thought they already booked their vacations, Richard. <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering where they're going. That's my question. Yeah, and, I mean, maybe, maybe they, they stay in Jacksonville. The What's that? They still have a shot in the playoffs? Yeah. A oh, shot. Last week, I thought Jacksonville clinched it because y'all lost. No. This is, no, this it's... it's <clears> uh, yeah, last, last week didn't matter for either team, so this is this was going to be... Oh, okay. This was going to be the conference... The game for the conference, no matter what. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I thought you were kind of joking. I was kind of waiting no, for no, the punchline. No, no, I was like, really? No, no, wow. No, yeah, it, this, uh, is, this is a truly like a winner-take-all type game. Yeah. It's, a, it's a playoff game. Whoever wins, wins the AFC so, South. How many people are out for the Titans? Um, that aren't. I mean, they only have one backup defensive back that has been ruled out that's not, you know, that's eligible to play. So they – Everybody that's not on IR is is available and should play. Uh, but you know that's a so that's a big, uh, big Derrick Henry's out there. back. Sim, yeah, Dobbs will be the quarterback. Derrick Henry will play. Um, Simmons, Autry, Hooker, Fulton should all play. I think the only guy they're not getting back this week that they were hoping is David Long, their middle linebacker. That would have been that would have been pretty big. Yep. Well. You know what they say about hot streaks? They all got to end. Got to go cold sometime. So I'm rooting for you, Richard. I mean, not really, well, because then my take at the beginning of the season <laughs> would be true. I would have lucked into it, but yeah, but you put money on the Titans. Yeah, I, is that what you're saying? Oh, are you? I, I, I feel like the line was like six and a half or something. It was. It, a, it is. It was kind of big. I think it's gonna be a closer game I'd than that, on, but I jump on Titans. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I think the Jags are gonna win. Why not? Maybe for maybe for the points, but I think the Jags will probably win. I'd go if I'm doing a parlay, I'm going Jags money line. But if I'm betting points, I'm going Tennessee plus six and a half. Yeah, I don't I don't see them going that crazy on them. I mean, they could, but I just 
I don't. Not with all the defensive players are getting back. I mean, they're basically getting all their starters back except for the ones that are on IR that's been out. Take Tennessee with the points, the money line for Jacksonville, and then maybe the under. I'm I'm a little confident. I, I think, you know, seeing what Dobbs did against the Cowboys, even though it wasn't like, you know, like a league quarterback play, but you're like, they have a chance. Especially, with all of, especially like with he had no Derrick Henry or, you know, all these guys that were out. It was competent. It was competent quarterback play. Well, it's like it's like, all right, you can expect him not to you feel like confident enough that he's not going to. It's not going to be like a rookie's out there running around trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, he definitely looked a lot more. He was definitely poised. He knew. He knew. Yeah. He knew what he was gonna. He knew what he was doing with the ball. Yeah. And he oh, was and just. Getting, was a lot. A lot better than your boy. Yeah. No and he was, the thing that. is, like, yeah. the offensive line looked better because he was. He was. Just, he was making. You know, the weird quicker. thing was is that the play calling seems so much different than it has been all season too. Well, it was definitely going to be a lot different. It's just. It's there's somebody that there's somebody that can do different things, you know. I mean, I mean especially especially yeah. based well, on that, what they're gonna what they're gonna have Malik Willis do. I mean that 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 uh that playbook's gonna be quite limited. Yeah, and well, you know, and the thing is, and I guess I could say, you know, they had they had Dobbs, you know, doing a lot of rollouts, a lot of play action, which they should be doing. And I think the thing that they stopped doing that with Tannehill is because of his ankle was bad. And it was hard to get him to roll out, even though I'm like, but yeah, I, I, it's going to be a crazy game. I'm I'm kind of excited about it, and you know, every anybody that's a Titans fan that's like hoping they they'll lose for draft picks is is stupid. Uh, you, you should never do that when you have a chance to be in the playoffs. Like get in the playoffs. Like even if. I, I almost would rather them get in the playoffs and get beat first round so that the Jaguar like you don't want your rivals taking the crown, you know what I mean? Like But but don't but but in the uh, long run, like if you're talking the difference between like pick eight and pick sixteen or something like that, don't you think it's worth it? If you're gonna no, end up losing in the first no, round. No, because you don't you don't, mean, you don't you don't know if you can hit on that guy, but what I'm just saying like last year, they nobody expected them to go to the Super Bowl. Even all I'm saying is like have an elite quarterback. All I'm saying is, what is losing in the first round going to do for you, though? But you don't know that yet. Yeah, but it's probably going to happen. Well, here's here's the thing too. If they do get in the first round, they're hosting a game here either against. Right now, I think either the Ravens, who's banged up just as bad as they are. Ravens ain't making it because uh, you know the Bengals are going to end up beating them. I don't. Uh, oh the, yeah. With the with the if the Bengals win, are the Ravens even still in contention for a spot? Um, I'm not sure. Um, because you got like so many. There's like a logjam of the eight and eight, seven and nine teams in the AFC that are in the hunt, including nobody expected the Steelers to be in there, but they're in there. And um, you still got Miami hanging around. Oh yeah, the. The Buccaneers are still there. Well, they're in their they're lead in the NFC, right? NFC South. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Well, we we won our division. <laughs> Did y'all officially win the division? Yeah. Oh, we officially oh, okay. won the division. Wow, man. 
Our offense looks like it's back. I mean, wild. So happy. Yeah, Mike Evans had had him a game. <laughs> he did. He's well, been MIA for like bit. eight weeks. Yeah, been able to catch a deep, deep ball all season. In one game, him and Tom were like, oh, this still works? This whole thing? They must have had some bonuses oh, man, somewhere in their contract that day. Well, he's got every season he's played now, it's official. He has a thousand yards receiving every year. Yeah. He's he's definitely got a resume to be a Hall of Famer. Him and Tim Brown are tied with nine, and there's only one person ahead of them. That's Jerry Rice with 11. Oh. And I was going to say Andre Johnson. Still do it. Yeah. No, he's got more thousand yard seasons than Andre Johnson. Yeah. And Andre's a finalist, and he didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I've always said, Mike Evans, greatest uh, NFC South receiver of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue I that mean, now. Everybody, he doesn't do nothing against the Saints. He just has I mean, to play Steve in the Smith NFC maybe. South and be the best. He's got more. D.C. Smith's in the Hall of Fame, right? Didn't he get in right. last year? He... Yeah, Steve Smith doesn't have a ring, though. True I that. thought he did. Who? Uh, didn't he play? No. Did he play on the Ravens team that won the Super Bowl? No, he was still with the Panthers then. Uh, well, he went to the Super Bowl with the Panthers, right? He was in one. I yeah, know that the Panthers didn't win one, but I didn't know if he was Actually, he's been in. He's in. Well, you know, the, the Ravens won the Super Bowl with Flacco. That's what I was thinking is he was with that team, not the no. uh, Shannon Sharp team that – I don't believe so. I yeah. think so. I think Can he was still with the into... at that time. Because he was with uh, he was with both the Panthers Super Bowl teams. Yeah. The Cam and the DeLum. Isn't it Jake DeLum? Jake, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a crazy – those are some crazy Super Bowls that they were in. Low scoring. Oh, yeah. They should have. Should have won the one against the Patriots. That's the first yeah. one the Patriots really got in trouble for videotaping. <laughs> um, I mentioned Shannon Sharp. That's and... how long ago the. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was segueing into the whole Skip Bayless Shannon Sharp fiasco. That. Oh, that. It's probably thing. dead story now, but I put it in the notes when it well, happened. The thing is, they argue. I, I get, I get it why they're talking about it, but like they argue all the damn time. Well, before y'all get into this, I have to say to Lou, it's nine o'clock. I gotta go. All right, man. All right. <laughs> y'all take it easy. All, all right, on. see ya. Yeah, I don't know if it's sort of in in a weird way planned for you know ratings I, and I stuff like, like that. I you like don't know. Did. I feel like they played way into it because I'm looking at Skip Bayless's tweet and like. To me, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, because I think people, to me, and this is my interpretation of his of his tweet, like, he, hold on, let me, let me find it. And uh, yeah, I, I looked at it several times because it's kind of complicated in a way. It's the way, it's, to me, it's like the way, you, maybe the way you read it. But the way people say, oh, it was sick, it was this, he should be fired, and blah, 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 blah. 
It's over, it is a little over the top for people to say that, but it's very poorly worded, and it, I don't know if it was done on purpose like that or not. And that's where I have a bigger issue than him speaking his mind a little bit. If that's I mean, what he, he never. To do. I mean, the thing is, he never said any. He never said that the NFL or the teams should do anything. He just it's, said, what are they going to do, right? It's almost like he's getting crucified because he even mentioned anything about the games. And why can't Well, I yeah, I mean, the second sentence of that tweet is where it says, you know, what should they do? How can they do it? And I think that was poorly worded because it's like nobody's thinking about that right now. Right, but I mean – And it's like, bad timing that you do that immediately after. Even though everybody essentially is thinking, well, what's going to happen? I wish I could find it so I can read it because, like, I had no problem finding it earlier. I don't know why I can't find it now. Did he delete it? No. No way he deleted it. No, I'm trying to find an article. I mean, there's so many articles about it. And it says Skip Bayless refuses. No, he says he refuses to delete it. But then they have it in quotations as insensitive. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, to me, I think it's a little, like, I think it's over the top, and I'm trying to it's trying to find this shit. Because to me, it's like the way the way like you read it. It's one of those things where like there's things you can read sometimes, mm-hmm. and how you read it or how you put inflection on the words, like has the determination. Okay, here it is. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how, right? Like, how mm-hmm. Like how would they do it? It's, like, it's just like yeah. thinking out loud. This right. late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. It is, right? Yeah. Which suddenly seems so irrelevant. To me, that Which refers last, back to saying it doesn't matter. injury. Right, so to me, the last part, if he did not say that last part, right? Yeah. I would understand why people were lighting him up. But he's basically saying, like, man, like, this is such a complicated situation. You know, it's unheard of. But given the situation, it's all irrelevant. Yeah, it takes some really hard comprehension and very open-minded, but in the time frame and the way that you immediately react to things, people don't look at it that way. And and like I said, it was poorly done for the fact that how people can interpret it the wrong way or interpret it the right way. You don't know what his intentions were, really, but you think that he was trying to mean well with it Yeah. Uh, overall, but it's just... The way it was worded kind of triggered a lot of people, and I understand why because it should have been more clear what he was saying. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you, I guess, if you have to go back and like explain, he has three point two million followers, and obviously a huge show on ESPN. Like you think he would be a little bit more careful, unless you don't give a fuck, which he may not. It's and, one of those things, though. It's like it, it, it's to me, though. I feel like you know when people just jump on this train. And it's like, I understand, you know, and, and everybody starts piling on and like, I understand, but like these, these, these dudes, like they, they're talking about this subject, but they do also have the right to talk about the game. You know what I mean? And like, 
when so many people are also thinking about the complicated situation about the game, like you can still speak on it, right? Yeah, because everybody's thinking it too. You can still. I, I don't think. I, maybe they're just saying it's a timing thing or whatever, but like I feel like you can still. Especially with what he said. I, I mean, I'm not trying to defend everything, the whole thing, but it's like I feel like I, I get what he's trying to say. It is the wording. It's like he could have said it differently. He should have said it. But it's like, man, this is such a complicated situation being that all this stuff right here is in balance. But, you know, given the situation, like none of that stuff even matters, you know. But how many times did you have to read that to, to kind of like, all right. Is this really that bad? Or no, to me, to me, when I read it, I was like, okay, why is he talking about? Why is he talking about the game? Like, but then I saw at the end, I'm like, okay. To me, to me, I felt like he circled back. Like the whole part of him saying that that stuff doesn't matter, like that is irrelevant. To me, I'm like, okay, cool. He's saying like, this is unheard of. Like, this is the end of the season. This is a a seed determining game. Like, this is a big deal. But based on what's going on right now, none of that shit matters. Yeah. Like, who cares? And I guess people are just mad that he even brought it up. Yeah. And but but it is it is fact and it is unheard of for a game of this magnitude to not be played. So for someone to ponder out loud on social media about how they're going to handle it, I don't feel like that's the worst. I don't I don't feel like it's worth a lot of the the responses it's getting. But I'll say this, though, in more of a positive light, to me, that might have been the only controversial tweet i even seen about it. Oh, probably so. Everything else was, you know, almost 100% positive of trying to be thoughtful of the player. Yeah. And that's that's that takes a lot in the society these days there's always that one troll and i I guess well that's the thing i guess it does say a lot about skip bayless Uh, because the thing is i don't feel like he was trolling or being or trying to be an asshole i think like i guess it really speaks to the true asshole nature of skip bayless yeah that and i think that's because i think i think that was him i would think that was him legitimately trying to be sensitive about it Saying like, yeah. man, look at all this stuff right here that's in the balance, but it doesn't matter because this matters so much more, right? That's what he was trying to say. Yeah, but it and, just but didn't I'm saying, come across and, that way. That's what I'm saying. In his head, he's like, and because you know, it's him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like, this is okay. Yeah. It's okay for me to say this. Where most normal people would be like, I'm not going to mention anything about the game. And to me, Skip doesn't have like that other, you know person on his shoulder in his brain saying yeah. hey you should probably relook at take a look at this again it's like i said to me I, it's like i feel like it was yeah it was it was a little bit it was in bad taste okay mm-hmm. but like people say oh he should be fired and oh my god he was a little blah, blah, blah. and i'm like I, I i don't know if i would go that far with but it. i think that's just because everybody's already frustrated with the asshole that he is yeah <laughs> it, it was it was a well it was an ill-timed take yeah, it was, and a, it, it was a it was the it was a correct coming take. from the take master. <laughs> right, it was it was a it, listen. It is it was it was the right it was a it was a correct take. It is complicated, and what did happen was more important than the game or the implications of the game. Right, so those two things are fact. Mm-hmm. It was just the wrong time to make that statement. Yeah, but 
like like you said, nobody's going to tell him don't do that. And he's not going to tell himself not to do it. Right. But I'm saying, like, you know, he, he tried to explain what he was saying, and, like, I get it. But, like, I'm not saying to just overlook it, but, like, yeah, I would not consider. Also, don't consider. I mean, I don't watch fire, the show. I don't listen to him because I have the choice not to, and I don't fall into those traps that most yeah. people do with him. And so, I don't really care much about Skip Bayless. I'm not a fan of him. I don't watch him. I don't care. Oh, I don't either. I, I hate listening to him talk. Uh, I do like Shannon Sharp to an extent, um, but I'm like, are you playing this game too or not? Like, it's hard to know where the blurred lines are or not, or if it's you know, truer, like him not being on the show, is that, you know, a stunt? Is it, you know, it's just hard to understand or know, to know what's really going on there. Because you feel like Shannon is a pretty straight up dude. And those are his real reactions and all that's genuine. But because it's Skip, you kind of wonder, you know what I mean? (laughs) Since he's involved. And, you know, when he got on the show, I guess, uh, the you know, Wednesday, um, you know, he started off and they get into it. And it's a big deal um, because he interrupted him and just being the asshole the skip is. And then, you know, it starts this whole other thing. Yeah. But here's where I have an issue is like, OK, they did a show today, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about the show they did today. Well, they. Was it was it the show yesterday that they got into it? Yeah. Okay. Which was pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. But yeah, <laughs> but you're right though. Like it's like one of those things. I personally don't like Skip Bayless. I don't like listening to him talk. I don't like listening to dudes who feel like everything that they say is is gospel. And it's like mm-hmm. him and who's the other dude that looks like a little little weasel. Um. God, I can't stand him. I don't even know what network he's on anymore, but. He usually his radio show is always just him talking to himself. Cowherd? And he thinks yes. Good lord, I can't Colin stand Cowherd? him either. Yes, can't stand yeah. him. Yeah. I can't stand either one of them. And it's like like I know a lot of people get like annoyed with Stephen A, but at least he's to me he's entertaining. Yeah, Stephen A And he will and he will also like if he's wrong, he'll admit it. Like it's not like everything he's he he likes to hear himself talk, yes, but he does yeah. not always think that everything he says is right. And he will walk stuff back, and he will admit he's wrong. But some yeah, of these see, guys, man, they got such a – I'm not saying he doesn't have an ego, but yeah. some of these guys have such an ego to where, like, the way that they talk and the way they carry themselves and the stuff they say, mm-hmm. I can't stand it, man. Like, So I've barely even listened to – it only took me a couple times listening to Skip Bayless like years ago. And seeing him on TV and stuff like I cannot no I'm not I don't yeah like I didn't this like him even on uh what was it Pardon Interruption and yeah. uh what was it the show before that where they had all the different personalities on trying to discuss topics or get points for being I forgot what that was part I guess it was part of the interruption but um I haven't liked him then uh. Stephen A, I'm kind of like, you know, there's times where I like him, but I'm not like following him very much. And, you know, I mean, I, there's I some very funny anything. things that he does. And he's yeah. a very, um, his character, uh, which is probably him, just himself, like tuned up when he's on TV. Yeah. It's pretty funny for the most part. It's but, his uh, own, like we watch ESPN because it's like the only sports channel I can get. So I get to 
see him yeah. every day. So he does get annoying sometimes when he really gets into it. But dude, his interactions with uh, like Michael Irvin, like if the Cowboys lose, <laughs> to me is like the most hilarious thing because he hates the Cowboys probably as much as I do, maybe even more. I don't know, but like to hear him rag on the Cowboys is like the best thing ever. So and I think Skip's a Cowboys guy too, right? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, more more the reason not to like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, his, his whole scenario is like, which I like his scenario. He's like, yeah, I can't. I hope they win. I hope they do this. He's like, I hope they get this seed so they get to go down to Tampa Bay and play Tampa Bay. And then Tampa Bay ends up beating them in the first round like they always get beat. <laughs> it's like he's got this master scenario. And I'm like, man, I'm on, I'm on board with that. <laughs> like, like 100%. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, some other pretty crazy news. Um, Gangster Boo of 3-6 Mafia passed away on Monday, I believe, or Sunday. Uh, on New Year's Day, I believe. And um, early, early 40s, right? 43. And... Um, so- you know, I know you just like me. You know, grew up a big Three Six Mafia fa- a fan. It was tough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, her being a founding member of that group uh, was pretty. You know, like man, dang, you know, like just people that are you know dying, you know, way too young, uh, especially if you're a fan of. Um, I've comes to find out reading the story, I believe that was, uh, you know, drug related, but more so in the fact that, uh, there was, it was a fentanyl issue with the, the drugs that were found and, you know, just kind of following her career. It's probably one of those things where, Hey, it's new year's. I'm going to pop a little pill and comes to find out it's basically poison because it's got fentanyl in it. Well, it's one of those things, man. Like it's like, the way the way it is now with that shit, man, like nothing. I mean, I mean, I, like don't get me wrong, like drugs, drugs are dangerous, anyways. But like, when I say this, so don't take it the wrong way, but like nothing is safe now. Yeah. And the, what I mean is by that, you don't know what's in anything anymore, and yeah. they're putting fentanyl in not everything, but most everything because it makes things more addictive, but it's also very lethal. Yeah. And these people don't care, man. It makes the shit more addictive, and all they care about is selling more drugs. They don't care if people die. Yeah, and you it's know? just it's just sad, you know. And you know that could, you know, probably just trying to have a good time on New Year's, and that could be literally anyone mm-hmm. taking any type of drugs outside of maybe marijuana, you know. Yeah, and I believe her brother. Uh, like got sick and had to go to the hospital too, but he was fine or something like that. And then they found her the next day, um, just found her, you know, past the deceased just sucks. Uh, gangster boo was, a. I don't, I don't know where you would probably label her as in like female rappers, but she's gotta be up there. I mean, the thing is that I would say she was one of she was like a, at least a at least a pioneer of of, of 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 women's rap, especially in the South. Yeah, so, Southern. Yeah, there weren't too many like there were plenty from like, like New York or, or stuff like that. Well, even, like, even even when you say plenty, like it's still even if you even if you add in the ones from New York, there still weren't a lot. If you think yeah, about it. probably like and, ten or fifteen. Times. Yeah, and that's and that's not, not a ton. And if you think about the South, it was like at the time, yeah, it was like it was like her and me at X. Yeah. And who else? 
I mean, and eventually with chat, but they're just saying. Yeah, but that was that was after. Yeah, that was after the fact. I mean, but like I'm saying at the time, like early. You know, no, well, was like it when early, they, like, like mid nineties for yeah, sure. Yeah, like when the end came out, like yeah, it was her. It was it was her. That was it. Her and me. Ex, it was like it was it. Like if you heard maybe the brat. Was she? Oh, where was she out of? Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you that. So that's 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 kind of it. And you're talking about like when you heard a female rap on a song, mm-hmm. it was like a little, it was like jarring. She's like, oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, that well, her flow and everything. And you're like, yeah, you're like, oh, you're like, oh man, she can rap. And it's like yeah. and you're not used to hearing at that time. You were not really used to hearing females rap that much. Yeah, and just to go with the Three Six Mafia style, there's their sound and everything was very unique. And for her to be a female to be very unique in her sound and go along with the rest of the sound of the group, I mean. It was definitely yeah. one of a kind. Yeah, and she definitely, it's one of those things, she definitely paved the way for, you know, women rappers in this region, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because now, you know, I mean, golly, you hear female rappers, it's not it's not a big deal for there to be a female rapper. Now there's tons of Yeah, I mean, the, the female rappers are probably bigger than most of the, the male rappers other than the guys that's been like, you know, other, like Jay-Z yeah. or Trace somebody. Or yeah, I mean... Because most of the uh, male rappers suck now. <laughs> I mean, not that not that some not not that a lot of female ones don't, but I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, think about even just this past year, uh, Megan Thee Stallion was probably the top rapper, far as just yeah, overall yeah. like yeah. grossing and you know listened to, and you know even before her was probably Cardi B and mm-hmm. and so Nicki it's Minaj, just like yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's just, it's just not even it's not even like a weird it's not even like a it's not like an oddity thing now. It's almost yeah, like, you so know, you can definitely say that that she was a part of you know pioneering that paving the way because she you know it, you know here's the thing too is like she ended up having you know solo albums which not every female rapper that we've even mentioned had like solo albums like that. Well, yeah, because it, it got to a point to where like. I felt like, you know, labels or groups and stuff like that tended to have a female rapper in their in their lineup as just like a notori- for notoriety's purpose or just to like kind of like or just to have someone because like just, I got just, a great just, example for that. Eve. Just to, yeah. Just to stick with the times, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or just to like, well, everybody else has a female rapper, so we got to have one. Yeah. Whereas now it's like. These female rappers are doing it on their own. They're holding their own, yeah. They're yeah. not with a group. They're and they don't do <laughs> exactly like it's like Nicki Minaj is maybe like a as a outlier in a way that she came up with Young Money, but then she kind of but she grew as her own entity and kind of like kind of outgrew the whole. Oh young yeah, money she thing. was kind of like Drake. More did. recent, yeah, because Drake was Young Money and he out and he outgrew that because of his talent and everything, and she did the same. Yeah, and I think with her, she even kind of pioneered the being the superstar like that. Uh, the superstar female rapper, you know? Yeah. Because after her was Cardi B and then. But it is crazy Megan to think, Stallion. you know, it is crazy to think that like it all started with, you know, just in our, in our generation, like when, when like we were growing up listening to rap, like it all started with like those few females <laughs> that we listened to. Like it, it went yeah. from like being like, like you said, like probably, legitimately like the rappers that people knew in like the the late 90s early 2000s it was probably less than 10 yeah i mean 
And, and, and even now before all like, them, I mean, I guess you could say Queen Latifah to oh, an extent. Queen, yeah, Queen Latifah for sure. Would be like probably the the she was I don't the biggest, say she was godmother, but she was like the well, she was like the biggest at the time. But she was a little bit before all those, but she was like the only person. And then maybe the brat was. Yeah, it was definitely bigger. her, like her, the brat. Lady Rage had that one song. <laughs> yeah, but. That's you know, Gangsta, I would put Gangsta Boo up there, you know, with with that, with you yeah. know, during that time frame, and so. Oh, and then uh, in New York, you know, there was. Uh, oh, and then in New York, Fox yeah, you Fox had uh, and uh, uh, crap, Lil Kim. Lil Kim, yeah, Lil Kim was pretty big too. But still, we're not even at ten yet. But I mean, and that's like. Yeah. The majority of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And then you add, and then you add, like, like I said, the three from the south, and then that's that might be ten. So yeah, just want to count China White. <laughs> I kind she of went hard China White. She did. She went hard in the paint. That whole era with with uh. That was a little. That was, that was that was a little later. That was a little later. Yeah, on. that was like 2003, 2004. Cause you you had more females, but then she had like Crime Mob, like they. Had yeah, they were doing their thing. That's wild. Yeah, it's wild to think that, you know, we went from an era of just having, like, 10 or less. But even those, like, the the Girls with Crime Mob were good and all. I mean, they only had maybe two albums total. Uh, But Gangsta Roo stood the test of time with, through that era, too. Because that was probably when they, when 3-6 Mafia was their biggest, at least nationally, was in the, that same time frame, the early 2000s, to putting out platinum albums, like When the Smoke Clears, and, you know, they have the Choices movie come out, even though it wasn't that good, but... You know, yeah. it was that something was good. Banger, the, the, yeah, the, the the soundtrack was fire, but uh, um, you know, and even after that, they continued and or hell, they won a Grammy, right? Um, for the sound that uh soundtrack to that one movie. Yeah, so you know, it's just sad. Uh, she was to see being you know growing up a fan. Yeah. Um, had a had a slight little you know. I want to say crush, but she's <laughs> really. I mean, a little bit. She was kind of bad. Hopefully, this is uh, the uh, part where my wife's done listening to the episode by now. But <laughs> whenever we put movie. this out, but um, but yeah, I mean, I was in high school. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like that. You know, hey, I got this album cover, and she's like. Got a stethoscope covering her shit, so that's kind of good. <laughs> I think that was when the smoke clears that that was on, but uh, I don't remember. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, this uh, yeah, I guess this is it. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, that's that's the list. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we. Got to a lot. Of, there was a lot of big, big stories, and um, again, have fun on New Year's, and hope everybody had a good New Year's. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk to everyone next week on the Big Ten Rich Podcast. Yeah, fuck yeah. Call.